You are listening to Prayer on the Air. This is a podcast in which we are gathered together in places all over the world to be interested in a universal sense of oneness. We come together to live prayerfully, which means we are interested in living within a context that I am held, that you are held, that you are held by love, that I am held by love. And we're interested in a conscious realization of this truth. That means we want to be more relaxed and less stressed. And we want to be uh, more aware of the big picture that, that, that in the big picture, this all is wellness is in the big picture. You know, we're interested uh, when we're interested in prayer in transcending the dualistic frame of mind. This is where fear grows. Right, wrong, good, bad, should, shouldn't. We're interested in transcending all that judgmental thinking to, to live in grace. And how do we do that? We do this by remembering that we're never alone. More is going on than meets the eye. You and I are more than we think we are. And we start to observe more and more of the beauty, not only that is all around us, but that you are, that I am already. Ah, so some of my favorite quotes about prayer that really grounds me in opening to prayer is, of course, my favorite Gandhi, prayer from the heart can achieve what nothing else in the world can. I'd like us to center ourselves with considering that possibility. So that means the only thing required of you and me is a bit of sincerity. Prayer from the heart, sincerely, can achieve what nothing else in the world can. I do love the quote by um, Alfred Lord Tennyson, more good has been wrought through prayer than this world dreamt of. It's very difficult sometimes to perceive the power of prayer because the answer occurs often in a very subtle, powerful way that we sometimes miss until we have greater perspective. Maybe some time has passed. So we want to really open together to this power. I want to say for me, I had a really, really tough week last week. I, I started to think about something. I was really attached to one thing going away. I had planned for it to go. And for months I had planned this one thing to go exactly the way I had wanted it to go. And I, I planned it (laughs) all within myself and it wasn't going the way I wanted. And it was so hard to let go. I was so attached And in my attachment, I suffered so much. And I was so righteous in my attachment. Like I really felt like I had the best idea. You know, who needs God when you've got me and my ideas? (laughs) Futurizing about what would be good for not just me, but other people involved. And it did not go my way. And oh, I was so heartbroken. It was just hard to even exist in my own skin. 
it was really hard, but I, I did my own inner work, which for me, as I pray, I begin to question my thoughts. Can I really know that what I want, the way I think it should go, do I really, really know that that's best for me and everyone in truth? I'm a student of the the work, Byron Katie's work. So I don't know if any of you have ever done her worksheets, thework.com. And I, I question my thoughts via the process that she provides, which are, which is really interesting. And sh- gosh, darn it, I unplugged. So things didn't go my way. And as this event unfolded, it was so wonderful. It's amazing how painful it is to believe our own thoughts, isn't it? That our thoughts that are separate from God, I could say separate from what is happening, separate from the here and the now. So I feel like a brand new baby. I feel like I'm starting all over again to really, truly love what is. Just love, just love, just love. And everything comes right. Just love. So I'm going to start with our written requests. Ah, so Denise writes in, so lovely to be live with you. Would you please uh, pray for me? Uh, uh, Anxiety, heartfelt things. Okay, Denise. Boy, do I know that one well. Anxiety. What is anxiety, right? Whew, you know. As I have tried my best to recognize about what anxiety is for me, I find anxiety is kind of like a mild, pervasive fear that's hard to locate. Like, why am I upset or why am I afraid? It's just pervasive. And this, that, or the other can seem to grow our anxiety. So whenever we're doing a prayer to release anxiety, we're always in some kind of a need for control. And to release anxiety is always a releasing of control. So it's, it's, it's a letting go of thinking we know how it should be or how it should go. And it is a letting a deeper, greater love to hold us and hold our lives and hold all that concerns us. So we all know how it feels, or I'm assuming most of us, right? We know how it feels to be anxious. And um, it's incredible to have relief from anxiety. And Denise is important. She's incredibly important, just like each one of us is. And so we have the opportunity to support Denise in a release and a letting go of anxiety. And so this is an incredible honor. So we wrap our love. We wrap our love. We wrap our prayerfulness. We wrap our love all around Denise. And together we just send Denise, Denise, blessings upon blessings upon blessings upon blessings upon blessings. 
And just knowing together that Denise is not created out of fear, she's created out of love. We're here to realize her true nature is love. And right now, right here, within her mind-body-spirit system, is an extraordinary capacity. It is that capacity to shift from two-ness to oneness. That there is only one power, and it is the power of love. Everything else occurring between my left ear and my right ear, in my head, that would masquerade as reality born of something other than love is an illusion. And at any moment, each of us, Denise included, has a capacity to shift into oneness. All things work together for good. All things work together for good. All things work together for good for Denise. Denise is in the loving. She's being held by the loving. Take no anxious thought for your life, Denise, and open to the love that is. All is well, all shall be well, all manner of things shall be well. So in this letting go, in this letting God, I accept the word, the holy word is complete. It is delivered to the prayer field, to the infallible responsiveness of the universe. And we simply let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you, beloved Denise. Cheryl, hello. Hi, Angela. I'd love to have a prayer of reminder for when I'm mentally stressed, overthinking, or worrying to return me to trust the deeper reality of peace. Thank you, Cheryl. Yeah, that's what I struggled with, Cheryl, last week. Making that shift. And that's a beautiful prayer. It's a wise prayer, isn't it? I pray for reminders to make that shift. And and I, I really like how you said to return me to trust and the deeper reality of peace. And I can see me using those exact same words, Denise. Return me to trust in the deeper reality of peace. And yet, I also want to make a little tweak to this for you and me and for all of us. It's not that peace is a deeper reality. It is the only reality. Everything I'm thinking and feeling and believing that would have me exist mentally in mental anguish is a hell realm that I've created because I've imagined God good to be absent. So, That's not like a superficial reality and there's a deeper reality. There's only one reality, mystically speaking, metaphysically speaking, and that is love beauty. That is God. And and the beauty does sometimes break our hearts. I I this beauty isn't like a Disney movie <laughs> beauty. It's not a it's not a 
synthetic beauty. It's profound beauty. It's profound. You know, Rumi said, if you think it gets better than this heartbreaking bliss, you're wrong. So when we drop into this peace, we're dropping into reality. And so we're willing to be awake through whatever emotions come without resistance. And we choose, we let this peace guide us forward. Now, when I'm suffering in the space of the overthinking and the worry, I'm in ignorance, right? I'm ignoring reality. I'm ignoring love beauty. And I'm believing hook, line, and sinker that my thoughts are reality. And I'm belligerent and just sure of it because I'm hooked. So what Cheryl is calling us to is how is it we can be unhooked? What would be the reminders where our mind is reconnected to our hearts? Our head is bowed to the love beauty that is. That's what we're placing into prayer for something completely wonderful and new to occur for Cheryl, where that space that she would spend in that illusory overthinking worry space, that it gets smaller and smaller and smaller, thinner and thinner and thinner. And if we can really hold this for our sister Cheryl, for our beloved Cheryl, maybe we could begin to do it for ourselves. I believe it works both ways. What we can do for another, we can begin to do for ourselves. What we can do for ourselves, we can begin to do for another. So let us pray. Wow, we're really all in this together, aren't we? Hmm, we all relate to just getting so caught in our thinking about life, our thinking about what is, our thinking about what should be and isn't, our thinking about what isn't and should be, that we actually are a believer. We're a believer in wrongness. We're a believer in misalignment. We're a believer in abandonment. We're a believer in isolation. You know, we're a believer of fear. And those that, that ego created out of fear, it wants to exist. It wants to believe it's something. It's nothing. It's a bunch of concepts that then we take ourselves to be that. And Cheryl is saying, gosh, darn it. I would love to snap out of it. I'd love to click. I'd love to drop. I'd love to wake up from this illusory suffering state of being and drop into I am loved. I am guided. I am shown the way. It is doing me. Right now, I look at the orchid, my desk, all of you, the flowers outside. In this holy instant, all is well. 
So I'm saying yes to holy divine reminders for Cheryl that it becomes easier and easier and easier and easier to wake up to wake herself up spiritually to all is well, all is well, all is well. As I receive this on behalf of Cheryl through the power of prayer, I accept it for each and every one of us. I say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, universe. I release this word unto its fulfillment. It's already doneness. And I allow and let it be, and we allow and let it be. Amen. 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 And then Patricia has a beautiful prayer request. Praying hard for a resolution to the unjust war in Ukraine. Praying hard for a resolution to the unjust war in Ukraine. Patricia, when I hear that praying hard, you know, I hear the energy of conviction. I shall not be moved. I shall not be moved. You know, and so how do we approach a prayer like this? You know, how do we call for the end of a war that we perceive to be that we see all these photos and video clips of all this destruction occurring. How do we pray for an end to this war? I'm sure there's so many ways. I'm going to offer up a thought or two here for us as we do this today. In reality, where I am, you are love, where every Ukrainian where every Russian citizen is, you know, where the president of Ukraine is, Zelensky, where the uh, president of Russia is, uh, Putin. In God, there's only love. And in love, there is no war. So it sounds crazy, doesn't it sound insane? Like, how am I going to hold space for the love that Putin is and the love that Zelensky is and the love that the Russian people and the Ukrainian people are? How am I going to know that when I see evidence to the contrary? How the heck? And that's, it's through spiritual vision, through spiritual insight. You know, all kinds of resistance cannot come up for us. Like, well, look at the history. And, you know, this is, you know, the history is so dense. And the ancestral conflict. And, you know, where would you ever get to the bottom of this? You know, the beginnings of this. Again, in prayer, there's no time, there's, own sp- there's no space. It's mystics say back to the beginning, back to even before the beginning. So to pray effectively for the end of war in Ukraine would be for us to dwell in a space in consciousness before history 
or her story. And to stay, we could call it mindful, prayerful of the love that is. And if we reference a teaching of Jesus Christ, one of the things attributed to him is the statement, judge not by appearances. So we have to go so deep to the love that is and stay together and witness the love that is. So let us give this a, let's, let's go for it this week. Let's see what happens. And I'll be real interesting in, in next week if anyone will tell me how this went for them. I do feel that this becomes easier if I know you're doing it with me, if I'm doing it with you, that we could drop into the witnessing of only love. If we could witness harmony, if we can witness what is before the beginning and be present to it in the here and now, I wonder what might occur. I know it sounds like maybe a, a title of a book, you know, Adventures in Consciousness, but prayer really is an adventure in consciousness. And we're born, we, we, we come in with this capacity to witness reality, even up against a situation, a circumstance where this reality appears, you know, violently obscured. So where is our attention? I claim I am, you are. Patricia is willing to operate from consciousness beyond time and space and witness only love and to be so clear and steadfast. As Patricia said, praying hard with conviction, I am willing to softly hold reality. Love is what is real among all of us, no matter what appears. And that includes the beloved, beloved individuals and people of Ukraine and the beloved, beloved individuals of Russia, every soldier, every political leader, and even the weapons, even the weapons back of what constitutes a weapon back of that, the raw material. There's no intention to harm in love. So even in all the weaponry, could we witness something back of it? A harmlessness, a lovingness? So I claim love is what I'm willing to witness here. All God needs is a witness. I claim we're the ones. We're the cell in the heart of God called forth to see truth here. I bless Patricia and her prayer request, the Ukrainian people, the Russian people, and I accept peace harmony, love. I let it be, and so it is. 
Amen. Amen, amen, amen. And so, Eileen? Uh, hello? Hi. Hello. Hi. What is your prayer request? I'm not exactly sure. I think that I need love. Um, and listening to you, I know that I am attached to looking good. You know, I'm looking a certain way. And I have an inner critic that judges, you know, from unkind, not loving to snarky. And I recently was rather snarky and um, I'm in a 12 step program. I sponsor someone and she has agreed to call every day for her benefit mm -hmm. and she hasn't been calling. And I just got annoyed and sent a very unkind. <laughs> I said, are you dead? Which is really, really stupid and unkind. And I've just had so much regret. So I want to believe that I'm okay, even when I'm snarky. And I did follow it up with, please disregard the, the previous question, but it certainly was not kind. And so that's what I need. Just, I don't know what I need, but I just need yeah. to stop feeling badly. Yeah, that, that I so understand. And don't things just slip out of our mouths and you know, our fingers start typing or, you know, and it's we've pressed send or we've said it before maybe we want it to and but you know I I, I want to I want I, what I sense in this prayer request Eileen is like what where we might really wisely consider is what is kindness and what is not kindness and you know you could say well are you dead that's so harsh unkind but you know, are you dead? For me, as I hear that, if you said to me, are you dead? You know, I kind of want to say on a certain level, spiritually, I hope so. <laughs> you know, I hope the ego driven nature, you know, I hope the life, the identity I'm attached to, the me I believe separate and apart from God, you know, I do hope that is dead. You know, that is wonderful, you know, so there's so many ways, even though you may not have been coming from that place when you asked, I find that the universe offers us redos. And so even after it, you can reframe it in terms of how you send it out there in your heart. Also, as you sponsor this person and you've gotten attached to it going a certain way, they're supposed to call you every day. Now they're disappointing you. You know, are you dead? You know, again, we have to make peace with how I want to say imperfectly we may love that is you giving attention to that person giving attention to an agreement you had it's you showing up for them and so uh, one of my favorite quotes from Julia Cameron is anything worth doing is worth doing poorly <laughs> and I know those perfectionists among us you know we we want to do everything so well and yet and this is a real practice of mine that is, is to embrace my own humanity as I am, you know, embrace imperfection, you know, embrace, um, I, I love this, uh, thing I read recently. I think I have it here. Hang on. 
Uh, my higher power is the confidence within me that makes me unafraid, even unafraid to make mistakes. Mm. My higher power is the confidence within me that makes me unafraid. So this confidence within you, Eileen, to make you unafraid, that's your higher power, unafraid to even make mistakes. And I'd love, I would love to say, you know, well, you know, I stopped making mistakes in 1997. I don't know what your <laughs> problem is, <laughs> but every day I make more and more quote unquote mistakes. And yet, as we're speaking about today on another level, if I had eyes to see and ears to hear, none of it is a mistake. All of it works together for good. All of it. And it requires so much humility to accept this is who I am. This is how I'm behaving right now. And then it takes so much more humility to go to say, and even this is working together for good. Even this. And I, I love when Maya Angelou years ago, when she was living and years and years ago, when she was first on the Oprah Winfrey show, that used to air in the US and she talked about one of her greatest moments was when she had the realization that she was loved and you started out your request with this Eileen I need love she she talked about this revelation she had when she actually woke up that that God loves her this this state of being that God is this universal loving intelligence loves her and I'll never forget the word she said. She said, God loves me, me, Maya, who makes 899 mistakes a day. She said, it was as if the sky opened up and I could do anything. And I just love that this revelation brought her to the, that, that when we're loved by God, which we all are, it's not like we're loved once we become perfected. You know, love is unconditional. We have to say unconditional love because we live in such a conditioned mode most of the time. So when she tapped into being loved, it didn't require her to be smarter, to be kinder, to be sweeter, to be fatter, skinnier. It didn't remind her to look this way versus that way. It didn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you look. It doesn't matter how you sound to yourself, how you look to yourself. It doesn't matter in God. It doesn't matter. It doesn't form. You are innocent and beautiful in God always. 899 mistakes. Still, this is reality. And when you and I connect to that, we can be invited into this revelation that Maya shared. It's as if the sky opens up and we know we can do anything. Now, every time I make a mistake, I want to give myself a demerit, right? That's not living in the revelation that Maya so beautifully shares to us, with us. And even the next test, text you sent disregard that last one you know you you may have tapped in eternal life 
whether this person is on this side of the veil or the next, they're always and only love and alive. And it's, it's never too late to remember again the truth about someone and to commune as a witness to the love that is. Mind will go, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. That's not how love behaves. No, no way. I'm the reality check for the planet, and who needs God, as I said before, because I know what should and shouldn't be. Right? That's what we're always surrendering. That's what we're always surrendering. So let us pray for beloved Eileen. Anything you want to say, Eileen, before we pray? You know, um, what you said touched my heart. And my anatomy doesn't work well because when my heart is touched, my eyes fill with water. (laughs) Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Crying feels so good, doesn't it? I actually wish I cried more because every time I do... I kind of accept myself a little bit more. Oh, so we just allow the healing tears of Eileen to be the healing tears for me and for you and for all of us. And Oh, it's so painful, isn't it, to live in regret. Ah, oh, darn it, I shouldn't have said this, I shouldn't have said that. I wasn't in the loving. We're just getting on the Maya Angelou train today. I'm going to celebrate in advance the 899 mistakes I'm going to make today, the 899 mistakes Eileen is going to make today. And I say that lightly because I'm tongue-in-cheek as I even say mistakes, right? Because what is a mistake to the ego is a perfect setup for a deeper walk in love to the I am presence, to reality. I've probably shared before, but I I have had my own supernatural experience where I have actually seen that all things work together for good. And it did change me forever. So I just offer that to all of us. All things work together, together for good. That in God there is no waste, no waste whatsoever. God uses everything for good. Like you and I might... I grew up in a dairy farming town. There was a lot of cow manure, you know, and it stunk. And, you know, as a little girl, I'd, oh, I didn't like that smell. I'd waft through the classrooms when in the springtime we'd have to have the windows open. We had no air conditioning. But that, that manure is wonderful, right? We know it fertilizes all kinds of plants and all kinds of things. So good or bad, I don't know. I really want to go, I really don't know. I really don't know. I really don't know. That's where our freedom lies. And that's the freedom we're we're supporting Eileen in, that she can just be at home in the I don't know mind. The only thing that makes Eileen feel bad about that text is what she's thinking about that text. How she's judging herself and the text she sent. And then that, that ego gets to imagine itself to be real. Bad Eileen, bad. Oh, now I'm bad again. Now we're just offering that up. Offering that up to the to the love. There's no bad Eileen. That's an imagination. That's fabrication. That's an illusion. Bad Eileen does not exist. And good Eileen does not exist. 
Eileen as a portal of the divine is so much more than any category of good and bad. Ah, oh, isness, I am God, is, Eileen, is the isness of God, and in the wild ride of her amazing life, everything works together for good. I let it be, and so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you. You are so welcome. So welcome. Ah, and so Denise writes in, lovely session, beautiful. Love the new format. Blessings and gratitude. Thank you, Denise. And thank you for letting us hold you in this amazing space of loveliness for you in the isness of you. Ah, Sherry writes to us, please pray for me and my family and my friends. My mother Kay passed away. Uh, even though she was 85 years old, uh, she passed away suddenly. And we are all so stunned and feel her loss so profoundly. Many blessings to you, Angela, and all of us on the call, Sherry. So again, re receive that blessing receive the blessing. Each of us is a portal of the divine. So when I bless you, when you bless me, when somebody blesses you, they're shining the light of awareness onto you. And that, that awareness, that blessing can awaken us from our addiction to suffering, from our tendency to suffer, from our dualistic thinking about life rather than living life, right? So thank you, Sherry, for that. And I so empathize, Sherry, with how sudden and abrupt this loss is. And when something happens abruptly like this, it actually offers a kind of blessing that's really profound. And so I'm knowing that there's a profound blessing in this abrupt passing of your mother. And the space I feel very deeply guided to hold for you, Sherry, as a daughter to your beloved mother, and I hold for your friends, is, and your family, is that death never comes. That while there are so many transitions and transformations in appearance, she's here, she's gone, the body temple that she was provided to animate her being has released its duty, this presence of your mother is still radiant, alive and well. And the prayer I sense for you and your family is to gently be guided to be in relationship to her in this new way. And it is quite an adjustment and grief is involved because it's a big change. So let us pray for Sherry. Oh, I just feel like I'd like to kind of hold you on my lap. Just go now, 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 now. Isn't it interesting that those words now, 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 now are meant to comfort, comfort. 
Now, 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 now. And if only we would listen to now, 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 now. Now, all is well. Now, allow yourself to grieve. Now, know that the love between you and your mother is forever expressing. Now, know that she's safe and secure and in a wonderful place. Now, know the same is true for you. I bless this family in this amazing time of transformation. I bless love magnified through this occurrence. And I say thank you. And so it is amen, amen, amen. Okay, I think I saw a hand go up. Ah, Vanessa, you just unmute yourself, sweetheart. Hello. Hi. What's your prayer request? Oh, thank you so much. I um, I just adore you, and, and I love these prayer calls. Um, today, I, I would ask that we all pray for, um, recently, my cousin died. He was my age, but he had an older sister. He had an older sister that was 16 years older, and, and I adore her. And so by his death, we reconnected. So that was if you're going to see a silver lining, I guess I would see that. But mm -hmm. in reconnecting with her, I've discovered that she recently lost her son. Then my cousin died. That is her brother. And then she had a stroke. And then we vowed to talk to each other regularly. So from the last time that I spoke to her till this recent call this week, she had a bad car accident. So I just feel like I told her I'm going to pray for her, but I feel like God's breaking her life open for a reason. And, and I trusted everything, every moment is a spiritual experience, as Michael Singer says. But, oh, man, I can't imagine. It, it, it's just like she, I would love to give her some support through prayer. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes, Vanessa, I appreciate that. And it's hard, isn't it, not to perceive this as misfortune, right? Cousin passed, her brother, then you find out her son has passed. Um, she had a stroke and a bad car accident, right? So mind wants to categorize this, right? Misfortune, yes. right? And I so get that. And yet you're amazing, Vanessa, because... You're really awake when you say, you know, all these things are breaking her heart open. You know, what you're doing when you say that, you're not rationalizing it. And you're not trying to protect yourself from, um, oh, I want to be in denial that she's going through these things. I, I can't think about it. It's too, too hard for me. So, oh, well, it's all good. We don't do it in that way. That would be like what's called a spiritual bypass. We really be with her in our hearts in knowing how much courage it takes to release a brother, to release a son. You know, the, the courage required to be present to the love that is, to adjust to a new way of being. You know, this woman is a warrior like each of these things that are occurring for her are powerful opportunities 
to stay in the loving. And when you pray for her, you're holding space for the eternal love that she is that is so much more than any apparent what we would refer to as misfortune. And I don't mean to be glib at all when I say they are opportunities. They are opportunities. I know we want to go, well, I don't want that kind of opportunity. It's an opportunity and it's a perfect opportunity because it's happening and it is the absolute perfect opportunity for her. And it's the perfect opportunity for you and for me, for us to pray for her. We're holding space for the greater yet to be occurring. And it, it's, it really is so much more pleasurable to live life in this field, as Rumi said, beyond right doing and wrong doing, there's a field, I will meet you there. It's so much more adventurous. It feels so much better to hold space for love occurring rather than just live in judgment, 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 good, bad, right, wrong. So thank you, Vanessa, and let us let us turn within. Do you want to say her first name or you don't have to? Myra. Myra. So all of us from all over the world, you know, we may think we came together to do this podcast, to pray together. For all we know, we we came together specifically for Myra. We've all come together for Myra in this holy instant, in this eternal now moment. I I often say this, but I, I feel I can't say it enough. Like each one of us is so important. Heaven can't even start without each and every one of us. You are, I am, we are each essential to harmony, to joy, to love. And we have this opportunity to bless Myra, this portal of divine intelligence, this warrior among warriors, to know something magnificent is happening, that the love between she and her brother is magnified as he is moved beyond this veil into the greater yet to be expression of his of his being and her son who has passed that love is magnified and whether a life is a long life or we might call it a shorter life on this planet each of us has the perfect incarnation in terms of length and breadth and depth and so i'm knowing the incredible oneness of who and what she is in and of God related to her son and that love that is only greater now. I bless her as she moves through this experience of a stroke, the car accident, and even here God is, even here love is, even here beauty is, even here opportunity is, even here health is, well-being is. I claim I am. You are willing to witness reality, willing to witness the movement of the divine. Peace, be still and know I am. The I am presence is God. This state of being, this state of being is right where Myra is. It's who she is. It's what she is. I name Myra infinite peace. I name her infinite harmony. 
I name her infinite love. I name her infinite joy. And I am grateful. I accept the power of the holy living word spoken. I release it entirely. I let go. I let God. And so it is. Amen. 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 Ah, so I thank you so, so much for this wonderful, wonderful hour we've had together. If you've written a request or have your hand up and we're not called on, know that whatever your prayer request is, it's folded in to the love that is, to the energy of answered prayer. And remember to go to my website, AngelaMontano.com, if you're listening, and you can sign up there and come to Prayer on the Air Live, AngelaMontano.com. You'll see it right there, just your name and email address. It's just used to invite you into this prayer collective. We are a powerful, powerful prayer collective. Uh, Many of us listen to the recordings, and so I really want all of us who come live to say thank you to those who are listening to the recording, because as they're listening, they're praying. People are listening to Prayer on the Air every single day and every single night. And so we're keeping this energy going through the days and through the nights, this sense of communion. Um, I ask for prayer myself today, just prayer for my daughter, Grace, prayer for my husband Fran, for me Angela, as we move through our individual and collective lives with all that are on our on our heart. I pray that each of us knows who and what we are aright and that we love one another without conditions and that we live fearlessly in the loving, that we embrace our imperfections that would appear to be as as perfect, perfectly imperfect, welcoming the human experience to be exactly what the divine is blessing each of us with. So it's not one or the other. One folds into the other. And there's only one. I love these terms like Glennon Doyle. I don't know if you've ever read any of her books, but she has a line Life is beautiful, you know. It's not for the faint of heart. And yet when we accept it all, a lightness comes forward. Let us close in prayer now. Oh, there is only love. There is only love. There is only love. I am, you are, we are love. May we awaken to the love that is all around us. May may we awaken to the love that we are. May we bless our homes and witness the love. Might we truly let go of... Well, I'll only feel good if it happens this way. You know, I need it to be the right way and not the wrong way. And might we lose faith in our sense of how it should be or how it shouldn't be. Might we open our minds so much broader, so much wider than this limited thinking. 
might we fold into the wisdom of Buddhism when it, when in Buddhist texts it talks about, might we have a mind like the sky, a mind like the sky, open and clear. And maybe if you can surrender into the truth of who you are today, maybe it will help me. Maybe if I can, you can. Might we truly ladder one another, meaning, you know, wherever we judge ourselves to be on the illusory ladder of consciousness. You know, if you're above me, maybe I can scoot you up. If you're below me, maybe I can give you a hand. If I'm above you, maybe you can scooch me up a bit. If I'm below you, give me a hand. Might we love one another well? Might we love ourselves well? Might we remember we can choose love and choose love? I bless all the spiritual teachers who have served us throughout our lives. I think of Byron Katie, who I love so much. She's in L.A. this week doing a nine-day school. And I just bless her and all the participants. And I feel interested, even though I'm not attending, I feel somehow connected. Maybe it's because I love her and I love the work and I'm in L.A. And maybe there's someone doing amazing spiritual work somewhere and you're not there, but you can just tap into that vein of illuminosity. Might we live in luminosity this week? I let it be in gratitude. I accept this prayer call is complete. I let it be. I am, you are, we are blessed. And so it is. Amen. Amen. Amen.